Welcome to Rural Supports podcast, supporting Northern Ireland farmers in times of rapid change. With me today, Melissa Wiley, Crisis Support Coordinator here at Rural Support and Sharon Smith, Farm Business Mentor with Rural Support. So this week as part of our Reviving Rural campaign, we're focusing on the subject of loneliness and isolation. Um, We all know that farming as an occupation means that isolation is common. Um, Isolation means being on our own, obviously, but it it doesn't always mean being lonely. It is possible to enjoy isolation and many people do at times um, and or to find ways of feeling connected when you are isolated so it's the loneliness that can affect us and that can affect any of us at any time of our lives can be fair to say and it can be defined as a feeling of being on our own when we don't want to be we can, that can be a physical feeling but it also can be a sense of not being understood or cared for in the way we would like and it's of course also possible to feel lonely with other people um, Melissa, thanks a million for doing this today. Just can I ask within your role as crisis support coordinator, operating our support line and dealing with farming families as you do on a day-to-day basis, what is the extent of loneliness that you see out there currently? Um, I suppose could have definitely taken the support line day in, day out. You know, you get talking to definitely lots of different, you know, folk on the phone, lots of different clients and they all come with their own issues and they also come with all their own different kind of forms of loneliness at the end of the day. Um, we maybe have a bachelor farmer who's living on his own, working on his own, maybe lived, you know, with mum and dad and they have now passed away and he's no family of his own. Um, we also have got, you know, single or lone parents coming through on the support line as well. Um, you know, even to people can be within a family and still feel lonely. Mm. They're maybe dealing with issues and things by themselves and have started maybe to cut themselves off from family and from friends. Um, and I suppose kind of just withdrawing, you know, from social interactions from the family and then trying to maybe deal with problems themselves and not opening up, mm-hmm. you know, to other other individuals or you know, to organisations like ourselves. So it is great when those sorts of people, you know, do come through to, to get support. Because mm, that's often a big step, just to lift the mm. phone and admit that you are actually experiencing it, um, speaking to somebody maybe for the first time about yeah. that particular problem. And sometimes it is just being isolated with that problem yeah. alone, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Sharon, you've worked as a farm business mentor with the World Support Gosh, it's about nine years now, isn't it? It is. Um, and do you think the levels of loneliness in our farming community has changed during that time? Very much so, Gloda. When I go out to farm family, be it life beyond, be it a financial situation, farming is one of the loneliest jobs out there. And they experience a lot of pressures, be it weather, be it legislation, Brexit, whatever, a farm inspection. They're working on their own mm. and they've nobody to share their thoughts, their concerns with. And that, that can lead to all sorts of behaviour they can withdraw within themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and they just maybe suffer stress in addition to loneliness. But one of the key things I've found in recent years is, and particularly with maybe ladies social, or young people, is social media. Mm-hmm. People communicate on their mobile phones, mm-hmm. Snapchat, WhatsApp, LinkedIn, whatever. So, and I find even myself doing that. If you're sending, if you want to communicate a message to someone, 
you send them a brief text mm. instead of lifting the phone and having a conversation and have that one-to-one engagement you just send them a brief text and me in my position I, I'm, I'm extremely busy and that's good but someday maybe I will be on the other side of the fence I'll be stuck in the house and my daughters could be text me say mum see you at the weekend mm. whereas a phone call would be lovely mm-hmm. uh, someone even to pop in uh, I know um, if someone has died someone has sent a text to say sorry about your loss days gone by people used to actually go and visit mm. with COVID people don't kill you anymore yeah they make an appointment. Mm-hmm. That 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 season seems to have passed, and it would be lovely to re-establish that that human contact. So social media has certainly done nothing for loneliness. Mm. A brief text, fine, you got the message, but that one-to-one visit, that one-to-one telephone call, uh, makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think with social media people are going to get more and more lonely. Yeah. And we all need to reflect on that. Mm. Even us who are out and about, someday maybe we will be in that situation mm. that we would welcome a call, someone to have a conversation, someone to share concerns with, or that visit, someone to call in for a cup of tea. But you the way society is now... It just doesn't happen. It's not happening. Because yeah. you made a point of you actually make an appointment now. I know with my friends, because we're all busy, mm-hmm. you know, it's a case of when can we make this work and that's all done by text. But actually, whenever I would phone them to have that conversation, I always feel such a lift, you know, because I haven't seen it maybe in uh, a couple you, of months. Yeah, you hear some news that's not detailed in the text, mm-hmm. you, you know. Did you hear such and such or whatever? Mm. Whereas in a text, it's you're getting to the point. It's yes. as brief as you can have it. And as you say, I, I just initially SS as opposed to saying Sharon. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. But, <laughs> but we're all driven mm-hmm. and we need to reflect and stand back and think, is that the way we want to live? Mm-hmm. And we all should take a lesson from yeah. that. And we're feeding this loneliness to our peers, our families. Uh, we're not doing anything to help them. Yeah, and we need and to do more. I think that's that's a, a point as well that loneliness doesn't just it's not just applicable to certain people. Everybody experiences loneliness at certain points. Yeah. And actually, you know, when you're really busy, you could be within a family. And I know myself, you know, you kind of do withdraw because it's just a case of getting through the week to get yeah. things done. And you think, gosh, have I even spoken to another? Have I even spoken to anybody within my family? Right, you know, in the way that I should Are this we week. too busy? Have we too many objectives? Are we setting ourselves too many targets? Is our perspective on life wrong? Yeah. Should we be taking a step back? And I'm preaching to myself here. Mm-hmm. Should mm-hmm. we be taking a step back and valuing our families and our friends mm-hmm. and engaging more with them? And uh, not waiting until we have time. Exactly. But making the time. Yeah. 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 For yeah. me, that's right. Melissa, like you're a young, uh, young mm-hmm. mother as well. I'm sure you experience. Well, I suppose even I was just thinking, you know, sometimes people are thrown into the mist of loneliness and sometimes it's not yeah. through really any fault of their own. Mm-hmm. It's circumstances, you know, that have happened to them, whether there's been a bereavement, they've maybe been widowed or, you know, a close family member or friend has passed away. Mm-hmm. Their relationship maybe has ended, um, you know, children, even in terms of, gosh, like maybe ones are still quite small, but mm. like I dread the day when my two boys will move out and, you mm-hmm. know, you'll have that ne- empty nest syndrome, you know, of, of come back. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of wash them up. Um, you know, yeah. so there's, there's things, I suppose, that happen to people, you know, circumstances as well, and they just find themselves saying, 
kind of thrust into this mm-hmm. these feelings of, of loneliness mm-hmm. um, yeah. and very much it probably is that loss of you know connections with mm-hmm. people and losses of relationships and maybe even roles as well they've maybe give up work they've mm-hmm. maybe moved to a different area mm-hmm. you know they've maybe been diagnosed with yeah. um some sort of terminal illness or they've lost like their independence or mobility so I think it's very much linked to a loss of something as mm-hmm. well sometimes the loneliness mm-hmm. um and then that makes it worse because you perceive that you're dealing with this change or whatever it is on your own mm. and that can become a very difficult place to get back from sometimes without actually doing something about it mm. and it's that step that's really difficult to take and say to somebody you know I am dealing with this on my own is there somebody that can help me or can I speak to somebody about it because often it's nearly too scary to verbalize maybe mm-hmm. some of the things mm-hmm. particularly with grief and loss or things like that and I'm just thinking like I'm thinking to myself what do, what do I do to prevent loneliness really you know you imagine your the perception of yourself is you're not lonely but at times you think actually I yes, was lonely yeah, there and yeah. I didn't realize yeah. and wasn't helping myself by withdrawing or not tackling the issue and of course it's different for different people do you know we have a saying if you, if you need help if you can help yourself mm. can you lift the phone can you speak to someone can you invite someone around for coffee mm-hmm. can you build up that relationship can you call with the neighbour mm-hmm. mm. that neighbour may be lonely mm. you're lonely that neighbour may be lonely too mm. and just to take time out to actually do something yourself mm-hmm. and even to lift the phone to some of the services we in rural support can offer mm-hmm. uh, like the plough um, I know that's focused primarily on men, but I know they meet once a month. They have a project, they have outings together, but they have fellowship, which is most important, yes. and they're able to have a bit of crack with each other. Mm-hmm. But they are going out. Yes, they've had it received an invitation, but they have accepted it. But I think for someone who's lonely, if they can lift the phone, if they can invite someone around for a coffee, um, if they can reach out. <gasps> to even various organisations, their their church, parish, whatever, mm-hmm. to even take that step themselves or to get some family member to help them take that step mm-hmm. would be very useful. Because well, I know with, with the Plyon project in particular, many of those men wouldn't perceive themselves as lonely or didn't until maybe they did go out and join the project and, and realised what they were missing yeah. or, or certainly isolated they mm-hmm. were and maybe mm-hmm. that was impacting their mm-hmm. lives because I know that the feedback that we've had um, from members of their families has yeah. been really good in terms of like my husband wouldn't have gone out to anything for example yeah. you know so it's that kind of when something when you're not feeling right it may not be loneliness but if you're feeling that just your, your mental well-being just mm-hmm. is low it's that taking a step to do something different, isn't uh, it? And it's only when they've done it, they realised where they were, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the difference that makes teach and every one of them and then that therefore impacts their families because they're in a much better place mm-hmm. and happier because they've gone out, they've met with other people um, and it's been fun. Yeah. And I would say too, you know, if you've been lonely for quite a long time, 
you know, don't put pressure on yourself maybe to do lots of things at the yeah. one time, you know, take it slow, take small steps, mm-hmm. think to yourself, you know, what is manageable for me, you know, is going to a group manageable or is it maybe even getting like a befriending phone call, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. like I know we have across the hedgerow. You know, or is it joining a, an online community mm-hmm. at the start? Um, sometimes a group setting is everybody's, yeah. is somebody's worst nightmare, nightmare. Mm-hmm. you know, as well, if they haven't done that mm-hmm. before or maybe think they wouldn't have the same interests. And volunteering, I think, yeah. is a good one as well mm-hmm. because actually it gives you a purpose yeah. to get out mm-hmm. where you mightn't anyway. You know, yeah. you might yeah. make the And you're helping yourself. somebody else, mm-hmm. which yeah. in turn helps you mm-hmm. because you feel good that you've done something positive. Yeah. And of course, it's not people of a certain age you know that only experience loneliness I think there is a perception as well that women um don't perhaps find themselves as lonely as men often and uh, because we are we tend to be perceived to have more social connections and things like that but I, I'm not sure sometimes that is the case you know I think you know as women we tend to take a lot on and deal with it maybe we are meeting with our friends we might be telling them yeah. about it like no. well I would even say to you know like I was off on maternity leave during COVID, mm-hmm. do you know, and nobody could call, you know, you had a newborn baby at home, I had a two year old at home mm-hmm. as well, you know, and really the only contact you had really was a partner maybe, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever that maybe was at home, but I mean, they were still working, mm-hmm. you know, so every day was spent by yourself dealing with two children, but even now that things have started to open up, like to me, they, I nearly would prioritise them, mm-hmm. you know, so... Like whether I'm lonely or not, yeah. Do you know it's, what they need comes first? Um, so I probably do have to get better at the whole self care side of it. I too, was going to say know? me time is important, mm-hmm. and I know I address that by going for a good walk. Mm-hmm. And to me, that hour out just solves a lot of problems, mm-hmm. gives me fresh air, feel really good as a result of it, and then in better form mm-hmm. to do things. But to look after yourself is important mm-hmm. you know and, and to eat and sleep and exercise mm-hmm. which is what we would preach there in our uh, coping with the pressures of farming yeah. uh, it's important as a take five mm-hmm. and I think too when you do go out now it, it nearly seems that if somebody strikes up a conversation with you it's you're looking thinking what's you know what does this person want from me or whatever I had a conversation in a coffee shop there and I'm often known for starting these conversations but it was actually the, <laughs> the other person that started it with me and it was just simply this person was by himself and I was with my daughter and it was, you know, I just thought, wasn't it lovely? We were able to have a conversation for 20 mm-hmm. minutes there and mm-hmm. the two of us just shared a bit of experience about life and everything. This man had been recently divorced and I'm not sure that's why maybe he was chatting <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, on serious note, I think just genuinely the man just sought he wanted to talk interaction. to someone. Yeah. But we all do. You know, when you don't realise till after, you think, wasn't it lovely just to speak mm-hmm. to somebody there? Mm-hmm. You know, and not mm-hmm. bury my head on my phone. And mm-hmm. She you said know. people are nearly suspicious. You know, I, I know in Northern Ireland we're terrific about saying hello if mm-hmm. you meet someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know in, in different uh, areas, say in, in Liverpool or whatever, if somebody speaks to you, you nearly sort of think, what do they want? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and they're cautious. Yeah. They're cautious, mm-hmm. they're suspicious and cautious. <laughs> and uh, and I always think uh, at home, uh, if somebody passed away, the community gathered together, somebody could be dead in Belfast mm-hmm. and their next door neighbour may not know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and young and people, I think, now must experience that even worse than you know at least 
you know, people of our age are, you know, are used to having had that contact in the past, but now you just feel that young people... Mm-hmm. They don't know it. Maybe they just mm-hmm. haven't experienced that sense of community, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it must be difficult because you can have all of these friends on social media or these connections, but really... Do you, yeah. you know, who are your friends? There, you there was there was a, a lady I heard a few months back. She had something like 5,000 contacts on social media, but she was so alone she did take her life, mm-hmm. which is so, so sad. Yeah. She she seemed on Facebook, she was absolutely brilliant, had mm-hmm. everybody around her, mm-hmm. but she had no one. She mm-hmm. had her phone, and I genuinely believe that young people especially need to be aware of the dangers of that mm-hmm. and to put that phone away and limit their time on their phone and not even young people we all need to mm-hmm. discipline mm-hmm. ourselves and try and engage more with people and get more into the community and do things with other people if we can have a hobby go out meet people take good exercise mm-hmm. and uh, you know when mentally you're in better form you're able to reach out you're able to communicate better and hopefully reduce that loneliness. Mm. And even think too, coming back to the social media thing, you know, you're only getting a filtered version. Yeah, mm. that's you know, true. The house is sitting pristine and the kids have got, you know, yeah. no dirty perfect. faces, mm. you know, perfect, perfect clothes. Kids. You know, and they've gone out and they've done all these activities and you're maybe sitting at home thinking, well, my gosh, my laundry basket, well, I can't even my get friend. into the utility. <laughs> and, you know, the kids are covered in goodness knows what. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. and I don't have time I for don't anything. Have time. So oh. if you're already feeling lonely and you're seeing this whole false reality. Yeah, yeah. everybody else more is doing pressure. great, bar me. Mm-hmm. Bar me, yeah. And, and that's that can so isolate. sad. Yeah, that can isolate you even further. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it is, you know, it makes it difficult to say, well, is it just me or am mm. I the only imperfect person mm-hmm. here yeah. trying to balance it all? Yeah. It, it's, um, it is a, a difficult one. Um, and it's not to say young people you know, are different species or anything, but I just, like, I have two young children and I just think, gosh, what? how are they going to learn to communicate whenever the world is the way it is? Mm-hmm. You know, it is... Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult to, to um, imagine what it's going to be like and the pressures, really, that life puts puts on them. Like, even you go to the supermarket, it's all, you know, self-checkouts. You go to the mm. bank, it's, mm-hmm. you know, do your own transactions. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, do your own transactions. You kind of go in the door and they nearly don't want you going to a cashier. But for somebody, you know, that is isolated or lonely, yeah, that, that, that might that be, could the, be only the only human engagement that they have, have you know. That's definitely the way this society's going. And like even during COVID, particularly the, the older people, um, they, they stopped going to church, chapel, mm-hmm. their place of worship. And then their services were on online. So that was comfortable. Mm-hmm. But they've now got the situation, I'm scared to go back out again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's difficult because that could have been a huge impact on, on their social engagement they would have met people they would have gone to um yeah they, mm. they lack confidence mm. and that that's so sad so and it happens to us all it happens you know yeah. as i said about maternity i i mm. felt the same in maternity mm-hmm. you do lack confidence the less that you interact with people yeah. and it is you have to push yourself but yeah. you have to nearly choose to do that it is yeah. difficult you have to say that i need out i need to mm. meet people mm-hmm. but then people over covid were scared in case they caught COVID. Yeah. So therefore, 
you know, I, I better not engage. I'll just, I'll be safer staying at home. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, as you say, their confidence is gone yeah. completely. And you find that safe space, and it's it's not so safe actually when you continue to be yeah. like that on your yeah. own, isolated. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure we have come up with any solutions, but I know that I am going to go away and make a point of ringing all my friends that I always say <laughs> I will do, um, because I tend to go. Um, Right, I'll do that at the weekend. The weekend comes, you're doing everything yeah, else. Um, and then also there's a sense of, I don't want to bother this person. You feel sometimes even that by contacting somebody, giving them a They're call. They're rushing to do something yes, and you I'm nearly sorry, feel, I'm on about bad here. time. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. had a conversation the other day with a friend and I, I needed to delay a message. But I knew she was rushing somewhere. So I, we didn't have a conversation. I delayed, the, I delivered the message mm-hmm, end up. Mm-hmm. So I think we all need to take time and realize how important human communication is mm-hmm. and to take time out because we just don't know uh, what's around the corner yeah. and say someday maybe I'll have the opportunity to be old and sitting on the corner mm-hmm. and to receive a text to say right mm-hmm. um, see you whatever the weekend end of mm-hmm. would certainly increase that um, you wouldn't be looking forward to that yeah and you know it's that's assuming that you feel you have people to contact. If if you are alone, there are services out there that you can contact. You know, there's our own support line, um, and obviously Samaritans are there, um, Lifeline as well. If you know, if you're in distress or, or despair, but it is, it's sometimes just you know what we the feedback we get from people is just to have that initial offload of that conversation. Yeah is the first step to actually doing something about it, yeah. about whatever, you know, if it is loneliness that's the problem or maybe it is a problem that you're dealing with that you just have to address and you haven't got anybody to talk through how you would do that. And I certainly can identify with that. I know in my role as a business mentor, going out and having that initial conversation with the farmer or the farm family, you can just see the pressure lifting when they offload some of their issues with you. It's as if to say, right, I've actually said it. I've acknowledged mm-hmm. I have a problem here. To somebody and, that's understood what they've said uh-huh, as well, which is so important. Uh-huh. And, and that, to me, really enforces the importance of just talking to someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know we have that privilege and opportunity to do that in our role as mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is a privilege to go and, and share. And usually over a cup of tea at the kitchen table, someone can offload what's really bothering them and and that may not you know it has to be a lonely place if you can't if you feel that you can't speak to someone about something that's really really problematic Mm -hmm. or bothering you in your life and then that problem manifests itself as well Mm -hmm. so yeah there's always support out there Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah well thank you both very much that was lovely um really good to talk to you because again we don't even take time unless we kind of make time to do these types of things to actually have proper conversations about these types of things so um i'm really thankful that you've taken the time to uh, share your insights and experiences today and um, thank you i will see you both soon yes thank thank you. you